When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Every heartbeat's true for the red and the blue as we sing the song to you. Red Legs Radio for climate, air conditioning, and Paradise Motors Mazda. Good evening to the Red and Blue Army. You're listening to Red Legs Radio. Thanks to Paradise Motors Mazda and Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. We are back in the winners list two weeks in a row after a month where we thought like we were never going to see another Norwood win. Pounded South Adelaide and then gave it to the Roosters last weekend to the tune of 71 points. Absolutely pumped for the boys. They are back in form and looking like a real finals threat. The panel, well, we've got uh, a little bit of a special guest joining us today. But first of all, man of the people. And uh, I tell you what, climbing the corporate ladder once again at uh, here at SEN. Welcome to Miles Fitzner. Uh, thanks, Hooky. Yeah, good day, good win last week. So pretty happy boy at the moment. Now, under normal circumstances, we'd be catching up with our best friend, the coolest kid in Sample Media, Geordie Pake, right now. But unfortunately, Geordie, with some working commitments this evening, hopefully we'll see her back next week. But in her place is uh, one of the young social media gurus of the Norwood Football Club, Joe Rocky Marciano. Hello there, Joe. Rookie, how are you? Thanks for having me. Nice to have you on the show for the first time. Have you been a regular listener? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Listen every week. Make sure. Long time listener, Long, first time caller. Exactly what I was, uh, <laughs> what I was looking for, uh, boys. Very quickly, let's get into it. Uh, Seventy-one point winners over uh, North Adelaide. Nine goal third quarter was absolutely outstanding. I'll start with you, Miles. What did you like the most? Look, super impressive third quarter for mine. Um, I like the fact that we had multiple goal kickers and goal kickers that uh, that could kick bags. Uh, Matty Panos kicking five, having twenty-two and five clearances. Uh, Anthony Wilson kicking five goals, one from nine kicks was another good effort. Bampton, Barry, Gerloff and Nunn all kicking multiples with uh, Georgie, Grigg, um, Joshy Richards and Dylan Stevens, who ran in and kicked a similar goal as he did two last weeks week. Yeah, yeah two weeks in a row. It's, for mine, just super impressive. They got uh, more clean as the... Uh, game went on and uh, it's about time we saw a, a significant turnaround in their performance. Joe, what did you think? Oh no, I just thought it was a, a real solid performance against a, a pretty good side in North. Um, we know the way they play, they play a quick brand of footy so for me it was just like good to see the, the players come out, Panos Greg, those guys hit, hit a bit of form again so now nice to see them get back to winning ways again and make the two in a row. Miles, I don't know how to react to this. Normally, the person sitting in that chair always has a gripe. We could win by 100 points, and Geordie would normally have something to complain about, but Joe's only got positives. Only positives. It's a change of the whole show. The whole <laughs> mood in the studio is just changed. There's no tension. No pakes bake. Um, one player I do want to mention after last week, Sam Balderstone. 28 touches. He was elite by foot, cutting back inside into the midside of, uh, of the ground. Would I be right in saying that North Adelaide 
uh, means more to him than most getting the win over. Oh yeah, North he doesn't and like Alex Barnes. he doesn't like North and he doesn't like the North supporters and they don't like him either. He copped it from the Coopers Bar there all day. Just a side note, he's a number one in the in the comp for hitouts. Five hundred and fifty one hitouts for Sam Balderstone. One hundred and twenty clear. Yeah, daylight next Ruckman. Daylight, daylight is number two. He is. No, I would say he's in in better form than he was three or four years ago when he was in serious draft contention. He. Is in as good a nick. Uh, I think someone told me at the ground um, that he might have dropped 18 or 19 since the start of the year this preseason, and he just looks to be getting fitter and fitter as the season goes on. A couple of guys that uh, really stood out, and uh, we're going to hear from them very shortly, but uh, Matthew Panos's second half was probably as good a second half as I've seen, and uh, Rabsy, in particular in the first half, three goals uh, to half time. Just great to see a couple of guys who have been very, very good footballers for a long time, maybe down a bit on form, but they were outstanding. Yeah, no, they were excellent. I think when you have Panos getting back to his best and Wilson back to their best, they make the team better. Um, they walk a, walk a little bit taller, and I thought the way Panos's five goals were absolutely outstanding, and he, he's, a, he's a class player, and it's been excellent. We're in the Coopers uh, review. Uh, of course, we knocked over North Adelaide by 71 points last week. It's Joe Marciano, Miles Fitzner, and Ben Hook on the mics. Uh, Barossa Boy Wines, Player of the Week, Miles. This is not as simple as you would have thought. No, it certainly wasn't. Um, Balderstone obviously got the best on ground at the RSL um, afterwards and, and greatly deserved, but uh, for mine, I'm going to go with... Uh, with well, it was between Panos and Anthony Wilson. Mm. Uh, Noss has had the twenty-two five clearances, five goals, but Rabsy's had nine kicks in Cyril Rioli-like touch and kicked five goals, one. And uh, funnily enough, I was in the change rooms afterwards. I might have snuck in to sing the song, and I caught up <laughs> with both of them. <laughs> Rabs, five goals, big win, North Adelaide, uh, mate. What's it like in the rooms now? Obviously, turning it around, and Norder on the march. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the feel around the club is really good. Um, you know, the two boys probably uh, help the spirits. You know, they're going pretty well at the moment. They're putting pressure on spots around here. So, um, no, it's a really good feel. Um, good to get back on the winning board and, and, you know, obviously do it the last couple of weeks by, by big margins. Mate, hunting uh, Bamps, obviously, you and Tahini starting to kick a few. Uh, it's always nice, the sausage roll and a celebration. Mate, a uh, few important games coming up. We're we talking finals yet or not quite? Oh, look, we take it each week as it comes. Um, you know, obviously, we still want to play finals footy. Um, we think we can have a real impact if we make it. Um, but yeah, it, it's you know each week at a time. Um, hopefully, we'll we'll turn it around and, and keep winning and, and make the fo- uh, top five. Rabsy, you're going to have in the studio soon for Redlegs Radio, and we'll talk about nude and the business that you're running on the side. We can get in there and give that a pump. But uh, thanks for joining us on Redlegs Radio. No worries, Miles. Thanks for having me. Anthony Wilson there chatting to Miles Fitzer. And, of course, Miles, you didn't end there because not only did you sing the song and uh, celebrate it, you also caught up with Matty Panos. Nos, uh, bag of five. Uh, you just said then, uh, before we started recording, been a while. How long since you kicked a bag of five? Uh, I think when I was a forward back in 2013, I kicked seven. Um, I don't think I've kicked uh, more than four since then. So it's been uh, about six years. Good win over North. Obviously a danger side rolled Adelaide last week. Um, always spirited, always put up a good fight. But yeah, ran over the top of them, especially the third quarter. What do you make of today's win and how it sets you up for the season? Yeah, it was a really important game. Um, with four four left, we needed to win. 
uh, as many as we can and, and really get some momentum rolling into the last three weeks and hopefully playing finals. We're just taking um, one week at a time. So North always get up for us. Obviously, there's a bit of unfinished business with what happened last year. So the boys were up and about. It was pretty hot early. And then in the second half, we were able to play a bit more our style and the game sort of opened up and we were able to finish off our chances, which was good, um, and put some real scoreboard pressure on and then able to keep that momentum going to the final siren. Little uh, bit of competition for spots. Bodie and Smarty obviously playing around in the twos this week. Um, you want that competition and that competitive edge. Um, how do we see Bodie and Smarty sliding back into the side and, and putting that pressure on some of these kids that are really playing well? Yeah, it is. It's really good for the club. The reserves are top, and obviously, like I said, Bodie, Smarty um, coming back, just trying to get a bit of touch and, and get some run into the legs because they both miss a fair bit of footy. So, um, Campbell and Josh Richards, Cam Tahini, Dill Stevens, all these young guys are playing really, really well so um, having the week off to get everyone freshened up and a bit more load um, will be really good so it's yeah it'll be a pretty long match committee session I think for the coaches um, I wouldn't want to be in there because they have to make some tough calls going into the last three games well mate ice up we'll have a piece of pizza I'll grab a bit here with you and uh, thanks for joining us on Red Legs Radio sounds good thanks mate so that's Matthew Panos there, Miles Fitzner, and of course Anthony Wilson all shooting the breeze. Thank you to Climate Air Conditioning and Solar. Great get there, Miles. Couple of uh, really interesting uh, chats. Brosser Boy of the Week. You have to make the choice. Thanks to Brosser Boy Wines, Trent Burge, and the team down there. Look, I'm going to go Rabsy Wilson. I went and had a uh, Barossa Boy with him at the Coal afterwards, and he said to me afterwards, I'd never, ever get in the best. He said, I've kicked a bag of five. I was on fire today, and I said, Mate, you were on fire. Nosket, he's had a few of them. So, Rabsy, I know you're listening. You are our Barossa Boy of the Week, courtesy of Trent and Jess Burge. So, over to you, Hookie. Can I just ask you guys one question? Uh, Dylan Stevens, who I thought played as good a game as I've ever seen from a first game. We've seen Cam Tahini and what a star he's been up forward. But uh, 26 touches, Dylan Stevens. Another goal that was bordering on goal of the week, just get the ball in the middle of the ground, two bounces, run away from blokes. Eight tackles. That's probably the one thing I put a big star alongside of his name because his defensive work is as good as his attacking work and his attacking work is first class, Joe Marciano. Well, the question is I have is, is he the next Lockie Whitfield? I mean, he moves like him. He plays like him, I reckon. He's just silky. He knows where the goals are. I reckon he can do some real damage up and down a wing and even moving a halfback in a couple of years' time. What do you reckon? The only thing I'd argue about that is probably Whitfield's elite in the air yeah. and, and, and Dill's really clean at his feet. They've likened him in a lot of these phantom drafts to Andrew Gaff-like, okay. so not an aerialist, but he's that harder running type inside mid that's clean underneath. But that that's as good as I've seen a kid use the footy at that age. I, mean, I remember Aishi back um, when he was coming in and you made a grand final down at uh, Amy Stadium. And, and he was good, but I reckon this is as clean. Him and Jack Trangover are probably the cleanest I've seen. We, we've talked about Mitch Grigg as being the elite midfielder of this competition, and Matty Nunn for the first half of the year was probably the guy who we thought was in best and fairest contention. I mean, both of those guys were not ineffectual, but they didn't have big games on the weekend. And uh, when Louis Johnson gets big numbers, when Matt Panos has the day, and when Dylan Stevens chimes in like he does, uh, you, you, you've the, the midfield bat's so deep and the big names that we've sort of come to expect to be responsible for whether we win or lose didn't play a big role, did they? Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think Matty Nunn and, and, Matty, and uh, Mitchie Grigger are two fantastic players. And look, we don't 
we don't have to rely on them as much these days, and uh, it's certainly a good thing because when they do have their best games, they're, they're clearly the two best players on the pitch. So uh, we've got so much to get through on the other side of a break. The Paradise Poser uh, will talk about uh, the way the sample finals are developing, thanks to Viola and, of course, the Zach Richards Appreciation Minute. Miles Fitzner, Joe Rocky Marciano and Ben Hook, you're listening to Red Legs Radio. Every heartbeat's true for the red and the blue as we sing the song to Red Legs Radio, the climate air conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda. Red Legs Radio, the climate air conditioning and Paradise Motors Mazda. Red Legs Radio, Ben Hook, Miles Fitzner, and uh, a temporary replacement for Geordie Pake is Rocky Marciano from the Norwood Football Club. Good to have <laughs> I love you that. on board, uh, young Rock. <laughs> Probably not quite in the same weight category as old Rocky Marciano. Maybe he, one of his arms. <laughs> he, was, he was the undisputed heavyweight champion for about four or five years, uh, big Rocky. And little Joe, I reckon you'd be... You wouldn't even make bantam weight, would you? <laughs> no, no, no You'd way. You'd be flyweight or something. Can like you swing it? Can you swing a few, Dolly? Maybe just get in spa with the boys in the change room. Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're a lover, not a fighter, right? The Paradise Poser. It's our Twitter poll that we run each and every week. We kept it fairly simplistic this week, for want of a better term. We simply asked, "Who was your favourite Norwood Football Club player this year?" And uh, we gave you three options, and then, of course, the old uh, what other that we regularly go to on Twitter, don't we? Sammy Balderstone, fifteen percent. Brad McKenzie, 21%. Matthew Panos, 37%. And other was 27%, with Mark Fellows suggesting, quite rightly, that uh, Mitchie Grigg, probably not unlucky to make the top three. Miles Fitzner, I'll start with you. Who do you reckon has been the number one Norwood footballer this year? Well, the number one Norwood footballer is probably different to who's your favourite footballer. Well, who's your favourite? My favourite? Well, I can't go past Bodie. Like, I've obviously known Bodie a long yeah. time, and, and obviously... The, uh, the laws have changed. The laws have changed. When him and Nat divorce, I know where this is heading. <laughs> Certainly not. <laughs> uh, favourite player? Look, Matty Nunn's probably my favourite player. Um, just if that, his sense of humour, how he attacks the footy... His performance on the field, his performances off the field are outstanding. Uh, I always seem to bump into him somewhere uh, in the middle of the night, uh, you know, and there's always um, one hanging off the arm, and and he goes to introduce me to her. I can't remember her name, and <laughs> so uh, so Maddie Nunn, uh, surely my favourite. But look, I, I actually really like going and catching up and having dinner with um with a couple of those blokes and their Balders and B Mac are good mates, and they're really good fellas to catch up with off the field. Rocky, what do you think? Oh no! I think Brad McKenzie. I, I, I just love the way he just out of out of fifty, just legging it and then bang, lace out, perfect pinpoint pass. Doesn't matter the distance, he'll nail you. So his marking ability for a guy who's not that tall is quite amazing. I mean, he's no taller than me. He's what, just on six foot. Mind you, his heroics in that South Adelaide game oh. on Anzac Day. Jeez, I mean, I had, to, I had to get it on social media. I loved it. He's number two in the comp for marks. Yeah. In the whole comp. And, and he plays deep. And normally, he's not loose all the time, no. but he plays as a defender. Now, he's number two for marks. You thought he might be more up there in kicks because of the play on the kicking mm-hmm. rule that he'd get a few more of those. But you don't get a mark for kicking in after a behind. So he's obviously, as a defender, if you're number two in the comp for marks, not a wingman, mind you, like where a lot of wingmen would be be up there. Um, he's had a stellar year. Jeez, this BNF will be tough. Yep. Yeah, well, we, I'm not even bothering playing in this game. We know who my number one. Oh, yeah, of yes. course. We have a segment. Zach Richards. Appreciate
Oh, that's so, that's that sting is so bad. We will get to that a little bit later on, uh, guys. I just wanted to open up the debate, not the debate, just the discussion on uh, where we see the. Well, there's seven, maybe six, maybe South Adelaide out of contention now. I just want to get your thoughts on where the other finals teams are. Um, we'll just very quickly roll through uh, from the top of the ladder down. Glenelg got to be a genuine chance. Uh, Joe, where do you see them placed? I think they're very well placed. I think they have a, a really good, solid unit all round. I think their their defence is really good. Their on-ballers, uh, probably you look at our on-ballers and you, you probably see similarities there. Luke Partington's an excellent player and he's mm. a great pickup. And I think their forward line is so potent with Hosey and... Oh, sorry, Hosey's gone to North Melbourne now. Yeah. They had him. Um, but... You know, McBean and McBean Reynolds are one and, and two for goals. And Scott, so yeah. they're number one for scoring, number one for scoring accuracy, and number two for inside fifties in the competition. But uh, there's plenty of guys who are getting a lot of the ball. Partington, you mentioned, but Chris Curran gets a lot of it. Marlon Motlop's having a really strong year, and Jonty Sharonberg is another one that I like who's overcome some injury troubles. Miles Glenelg, very quickly. Ah, uh, Glenelg, Mark Stone, excellent yep. job, um, outstanding. I see a tweet that John Casey put out during one of the broadcasts about his record at AFL clubs and coming back. Uh, Glenelg, well and truly on top for me, but I will say this. I still think we have a better list. O- on paper, I think we have a better list. Mm. Uh, it's just they, they've they've bought in Glenelg, and they're buying in, and they are hungry and really starving for that flag. That I, Mark Stone's got them humming. I can see a Norwood Glenelg grand final, to be honest. How too. good would that and be? And don't forget Corey Gregson as well. Yeah. There's another one in that midfield, which is pretty star-studded. He's been very, very good. Uh, Adelaide, what are your thoughts, boys? Can they... Can they do any damage in finals? Well, my thoughts are pretty easy because the Crows won't play finals, which I said on uh, this show five weeks ago, and it's looking like the case. So if they don't play finals, uh, obviously we're seeing um, a lot of their players ineligible to play in the sample. And I think they will probably, I think they'll probably drop off. And, and I think Port are probably going to end up playing in a prelim. Um, but I don't think I don't think the Crows will. There's big troubles at that club, and that will filter the whole way through. Uh, they're in strife. They're going to they're gut that team this week. A few people are going to be rested. A few blokes are going to start playing for themselves. A few want to leave. They're, they're in big, big trouble, the Adelaide Crows. Wow. Rocky? Well, it's hard to gauge a little bit, Hooky, because they, they did forward in North Adelaide, and then they come out and play a pretty good performance. They probably should have beaten Glenelg. Yeah. So I think they'll be around the mark, though. I, well, I didn't think Glenelg North. were that great against them. They lost to North. And then we pump north by seventy odd points. It's uh, the form lines all over the shop. The yep. crows are no good. Um, <laughs> yeah, the crows are no good. All around, they're no good. What about the double blues? No. Uh, yeah, look, it's for me. I think Glenelg are playing in a grand final, and it's between Norwood, um, Sturt, and Port that, that are going to get there. Yep. Um, probably dependent on how this game pans out. Um, coming up in a fort uh, in a fortnight, it's going to be a fascinating game. Isn't it really it? is. Yeah. Mark Evans been on fire. Kicked six last week. Ex Nord player, um, and he kicked five. I think the week before that. Uh, if if Norwood win and win well there, they're out of it. But if Sturt belt, um, if Sturt belt us, that it, it's sort of they're the next in line. I would have thought number one team defence, and not even close. It's daylight number two. They are an incredibly good defensive team, and that's how they won the premiership in 2016. If you remember the way they beat yep. Port, they just locked everything down. So they're very, very adept at that. Joe, where do you see Sturt? No, I think they're a, they're a pretty good squad. So I'll, I'll see them making a prelim, maybe. Yeah. Port Adelaide. Well, I just said it. I think they're in front of the Crows. Um, yeah, still, Glenelg, Glenelg make a granny for me from here. Mark Stone doesn't let him get away with that. Port, once you know, they're looking like they're going to miss finals now. The club's just not as in as, di- as much disarray as the Crows are, um, and they've got a few extras there they can play in the sample. But does Miles, does, 
Glenelg's non-final experience haunt them in the final? Nah, not with Mark Stone. Okay. Nah, not a chance That's at enough. all, not with him. They yeah, play he's, a, too, he's too good. They play a pretty impressive game. And I, I look through and I, I do see that there's just so many question marks over Adelaide and Port with what sort of list they'll be able to cobble together the minute their AFL team is out. And that's a concern for me. Sturt, I just wonder if they'll be able to kick a winning score on a dry deck. But Glenelg, I just don't really see a weakness. Well, Evans needs to kick five or six, doesn't he? Mm. Well, and Josh you know, Hone's their leading goal scorer. Yeah. yeah and, who's and, a bit and, of a... But, and and they play a little bit, a little bit like us. Like we don't really have that... You know that forty, fifty goal no. sort of forward. Um, they're dangerous. I, I think on our day, uh, the only one that could beat us on our day is Glenelg. Yeah. Last team that I think we could legitimately regard as a contender is the Eagles. Joe, they've just seemed to have gone off the boil a bit the last few weeks again, the Eagles. Yeah, just a little bit. They, I mean, they came good for the two games against Norwood. They just seemed to have uh, headed in the wrong direction. Well, I think they have a couple of injuries. I know Twumpus is out um, and, and they have a couple of key play, other key players out. But with the likes of Jordan Foote and Lonigan and the way they've recruited, I think they'd more be around the mark than what... What there are at the moment. Mm. What a fall from grace from Jimmy Tumpus, really. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, he was he was touted highly, wasn't Four? he? Yeah, uh, uh, or three, three. Mm. I thought maybe three, but uh, demons. Like <laughs> he was meant to be the big gun recruit, also for Port. Like fall from grace. Eagles, Mourn Team Oval. It's no longer uh, it's no longer a sanctuary for them. Mm. I I can't see it. They could miss the five, and that would be staggering, I think, the way they played against Norwood in about round 11 or round 12. They were just so dominant. I think the five are set for mine. Uh, the, the five are set. I'm hoping Adelaide missed the finals. Then we can nearly rule out Adelaide, and um, and then it's really between Port and Sturt. I'm hoping that we get um, Port or the Crows in a, in a first, first final. Time, yep. yep. I don't want Sturt in a first final. No. Miles Fitzner and Ben Hook normally would have Geordie Pake today. We've got Joe Rocky Marciano. Joe, very quickly, just tell us your role at the footy club. Yeah, so I'm the communications coordinator at the club. So uh, control all the website, um, content creation, create all the, uh, manage all the social media channels. So, yeah, all that, all the digital space is, uh, is all me. Enjoy your time there? Yeah, I love it. It's, it's excellent. Uh, so just tell us a bit about when you started. Yeah, I started a couple of year, couple of years back and um, started as a volunteer for about nine months until I uh, moved into the communications uh, role um, because of someone obviously left. So yeah, absolutely love the role and um, love being at the club every day, working with some really good people in you know James Fantasia and Dale Fleming. So yeah, they're excellent uh, role models and mentors. Week off the footy this week. Week off the footy this week, boys. What do you got planned, Miles? You, you got something to add anyway? Go on. Well, I, I, I do have something to add. I was just going to talk about going to some other footy, but uh, it's good to have a week off. I was going to say, where's the Zach Richards Appreciation Minute? Well, have you got one for me? Where's the sting? Oh, the Zach Richards Appreciation Minute. Oh, it's the Zach Richards Appreciation. We only need it once. Now, uh, one of the all-time great skills being able to juggle. My boy Zach Richards of course can juggle can. four balls. Four balls. Can you imagine? We're going to get some vision of that and put it up on the SEN Facebook page. <laughs> what a legend he is, the mighty boy Zach Richards. What do you got planned for the weekend, Joe? No, not a whole lot, boys. Just really relaxing and getting ready for the last three minor rounds of the year. Uh, what about you, Miles? Mate, I'm going to go to the footy um, at Adelaide Oval. And other than that, I'm going to have a week off because uh, we're coming down into one of some radio games, Norwood V Centrals and some finals. So, yep. weekend off. Well, you're a busy man because I know you've got a couple of uh, radio things happening to you as well. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Enjoy Red Leagues Radio. I hope you've enjoyed our company. We won't see you this week, but we'll see you next week at the footy. Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Tyre Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit tyrepower.com.au now.